0: Hello, welcome to another Richard Herring's Letters Square Theatre podcast. My guest this week is Katie Wicks, and we're doing Series 13 very soon. We've just confirmed the dates of Series 14 and Series 15 as well, so this is going to carry on for a little while. If you want to come and see Series 13, we start on February the 5th. It's every Monday till April the 2nd. We're at the Letters Square Theatre. Go to lessersquaretheatre.com or richardherring.com slash gigs, and you can see all the details for the guests, we've confirmed, which include on February the 5th, Adam Kay, uh, who wrote the fantastic book, This Is Going To Hurt. And a brilliant comedy actor who also does serious stuff. Uh, she's not 100% confirmed, but uh, you'll want to see her, I think. Uh, we've also got on the 12th, John Robbins and Ellis James, which is very close to selling out. Uh, and we, on the 19th, we have Trevor and Simon. And also, another very exciting possibility. So, um, lots of good guests, I think, this series. It's worth booking a head for all of them. I won't let you down, as always. Uh, I'm also on tour. Go to slash gigs or richhang.comslash slash tour. You can see if I'm coming near to you. February the 1st in Northampton, then Dorking, and then all over the country to the Warwick Art Centre on I mean, like the 2nd of June, and doing London on May the 4th, and that's when we're recording the DVD or at least filming the show. I'm not sure we make DVDs anymore. We probably will be a few. Anyway, it'd be lovely if you can support those enterprises, but if not, just sit back and enjoy Richard Herring's Leicester Square Tata Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who currently has a drifter in his anal passage and is trying to generate electricity. It's Richard Herring! Back reference two weeks ago, this is, for that Richard Osman episode was about f- three weeks ago, why am I talking about that? All of a sudden it's very confusing the order these are going to go out in. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> hello, welcome to another episode of Richard Hank's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. I was talking to a guy um, down in the hospital, he had um, an eel, uh, in his, <laughs> it was a living eel, but it was inside his anal passage. He calls it, realistic. I don't know if that's going to catch on. Uh, so uh, let's uh, we'll just have a quick chat with the audience before we, we crack on. Uh, I've got a cab in one hour, 20 minutes, so I've got to wrap up about one hour, 10 minutes. That's what we're aiming for. So I don't want to waste too much time. Uh, there's a, a handsome young gentleman here in the front row. Don't laugh, that's ridiculous. What's, what's your name? Roy, Roy. that's good. And what do you do for a living, Roy? Uh, I'm, I'm an insect scientist. You're an insect scientist. <laughs> now. Do you do science on insects, or are you an insect that has evolved? <laughs> and it's both of those things. What is? Oh my God! This is what. I, this is all. you As a comedian, this is all you want. Okay. This is. You just want the person you pick on the front row to have a ridiculous job, and then the rest of it is easy. What is the? What is your? Are you? Do you work in the insect scientist business, or are you? Are you? Are you with each other? I'm, I'm retired. You're, you're a retired insect scientist. Have you ever um, created a pod that, so you can transport and and change it partly into an insect? Have you ever done that? That's what I imagine your main. That's what that's the holy grail of insect scientists, isn't it? Is that you will invent the pods and you become your favourite insect? It didn't work. Look for me. It looks like semi-successful for you, perhaps. <laughs> um, what's your What's the best insect you've ever done an experiment on? Yes, you've got to think about it because that's a difficult question. A wasp. Yeah. yeah, I mean, technically that is an insect. I mean, it just is. Uh, so, six legs, right? Yep. Bang. <laughs> is there any more to it than that? Just know it's it. Yep, that's an insect. Yep. Yeah, that's an insect. Arachnid, mate. That's mainly what it involves. What did what did you do? What evil experiment did you do on? I mean, imagine most insect-based. spider in a tank. Right, you tried to get a spider wasp to lay eggs into a spider in a tank. You are weird and evil. So <laughs> I'm guessing a spider wasp lays its eggs in spiders. Yeah. That's why I'm guessing from the, just from what you've said. Um, that doesn't sound like, that just sounds like a bit of fun at the Christmas party. That doesn't sound like good <laughs> experiment. That's like it does that. Go and look at that in a, spider, a spider's nest in the wild. Don't do that in a laboratory. What did you discover? Oh, I was in the wild. Whereabouts were you? Where does the spider wasp.? Uh... In South it was in South America. What a life he leads, David. Where's, where's nuclear physics taken you? Where's the most. Switzerland. Rubbish, mate. He's been in South America. It's with spider wasps. Uh, what did you learn from your evil experiment? They don't like being in, in uh, cages. They don't like being in cages. Sp- I, bet, I bet you learned spiders don't like having eggs laid inside them. Are the spiders alive when they have their eggs laid inside them? And then do they hatch and eat the spider and kill it? God. I mean, the insects fucking deserve it, don't they? They're, they're, they're evil. They deserve your evil exp- experience. Are you, are you trying to, can you harvest? I'm gonna, talk, I'm gonna talk to him for an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> this is the, I'm genuinely interested in it. Um, are you trying to extract insect technology to, in, to put it into humans so we'll become better soldiers? in a future war. That's not your department. There are, there are guys doing that. That's what, if I was doing your job, that's definitely what I'd be doing. I'd be trying to make people who could shoot webs out of their fingers and stuff, but in an evil way, not like Spider-Man. Uh, with, uh, with great insects comes great responsibility. So, uh, lovely to meet you, uh, Roy. I remembered your name, that's how impressed I am with you. So uh, it's, our guest this week could not possibly beat that. And that is, that is whoever they were, they could not beat an insect scientist. They're backstage going, fuck, I wish I'd done an experiment on this. I'm going to ask her what experiment she's done on insects. I used to uh, get ants to get on a piece of newspaper and then set fire to it. Same thing, isn't it? I was 28 years old when I did that, mate. Thank you. My guest this week is more interesting than you, mate. You'll never be up here. Never. What, what, What are you doing next week? Uh... She's probably best known from her her appearance on Dick and Dom's Funny Business, and there is no business that is funnier than Dick and Dom's Funny Business. It's Katie Wicks, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Welcome to the show
1: good firm handshake
0: tell us a bit about Dick and Dom's funny business do you remember being on that show
1: don't get them mixed up or fucking hell I go mad um, actually it was quite I do remember It's quite funny we, I was in a sketch which was Dragon's Den but animals hmm made <laughs> <Did> you <laughs> at least bit your water out uh, it's a funny concept isn't it it
0: is so what animals were doing
1: it was written by do you remember Ed Weeks yes uh, of he's he's in that show now, isn't he? About he's
0: like incredibly famous in America. Is he's, that what you're yeah? About?
1: Gone across the pond. Um, he, he wrote it, and it, it was quite funny actually. It was it was uh, yeah. The dragons would, we were dressed in big animal costumes, and people were coming on pitching inventions that animals would want. It's quite a sweet idea. Mm, yeah. Not ashamed of it, certainly. No,
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bit like what he does. He's an in, he's an oh. insect scientist. That guy there. <laughs> Mainly going to talk to him throughout the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you did, I read an interview the way you were auditioned oh, for yeah. a Dragon's Den sketch oh, yeah. without realising that it was a yeah, Dragon's Den sketch. Yeah, that's
1: a good story. Yeah, um, yeah it was... Uh, it, they, sometimes they do... They do, it. do you want me to help you? Getting on a I'm bit. I'm quite up, an old man now. Getting on. Oh, look on. at your brain you smashed my that, book. that was done before. You smashed it my book, book in, in half. Catch and raisers. Raisers. <laughs> um... Sometimes when you have an audition, they suddenly spring something on you and say, actually, can you just read this? And you haven't seen it before. So it was for a sketch show, and they said, oh, um, can you just sort of do this? And they handed me a a sketch, and it said Dragon 1, Dragon 2. And I sort of said, yeah, okay, fine. I was quite young and keen, not like now. And uh, I... So I saw Dragon One. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do Dragon One. So I started doing this Welsh accent because I thought, you know, that's how a dragon naturally would sound and (laughs) fire-breathing stuff. And then then I slowly realised it was a sketch about Dragon's Den. So, So I slowly morphed it into an impression of Deborah Meaden, which is weirdly not that difficult to do from a Welsh dragon. I don't know how... But I, I got the job. Yeah, I got away with it. <laughs> and the then they, the same thing really happened again because then they gave me another sketch which was spook ones, and that was about the show Spooks. Yeah. And I was about to be a ghost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that, that story could have turned out a lot worse. I can tell you that. So yeah. Thanks for
1: bringing that up.
0: That's, that's a nice it's good. story to tell. Um, You've done... I mean, I first uh, saw you in Edinburgh when you were doing a double act uh, with yeah. Anna Crilly. Yes. Are you still working together? She's or dead. Has she died? <laughs> so, um,
1: no, not really. Well, she moved out of London. She's had children. Yes. I still don't have any. So our lives went like this a bit. Um, no, not so much. Uh, was
0: how, how did you start working together?
1: Well, you, you used to with Avalon. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, How do we start? She was already uh, doing stand-up in London. She's a brilliant stand-up, and I we met, and I was doing stand-up too, and I was pretty awful. And we we did the Funny Women competition. It was it was called. You remember that, which would make sense. And uh, we were both in the final together. And. I remember that we were, I think I was the only one laughing at her and vice versa. <laughs> it was like a date that had gone really well. We were sort of, her act was quite surreal. And um, she did the whole thing about growing up without feet or something. And yeah, I just remember we kind of went, oh, okay. Yeah, I see. We get each other. And that was that. But I still lived in Wales. And I remember that she, she had to call my parents' landline and say, is Katie there? And I was upset to <laughs> sleep. My mum said, there's, this, there's a comedian on the phone for you. And I was about 23 or something. And I was like, yeah. And she said, do you want to do some sketches? I said, yeah, all right. So I used to go up to London on the train and write with her in the pub and then stay in a bed that, she'd, that was Dermot O'Leary's bed that she'd won in a competition.
0: Dermot O'Leary's yeah,
1: bed? Yeah, just the bed, not here. She him. won the
0: co- in a competition. And,
1: yeah, what got, competition, you know, a competition was this? Yeah. Uh, it was one of those Saturday <laughs> morning... Uh, <laughs> Well, like life's competition.
0: Did Dermot um, O'Leary know about the competition? Or oh, was I it think just, it was his idea. When we when? We're gonna his, we'll steal it for you. It you was know. his want. he'll yeah. come back. Did he so, change his sheets? Was it still his <laughs> sheets?
1: They were really excited about that. I wasn't yeah. bothered.
0: He's not think. my cup of tea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you did uh, some Edinburgh shows together. I mean, you were very yeah. you are very successful very quickly, both of you. And you yeah. you've got you sort of that led on to. We'll,
1: I think our first ever Edinburgh was our best, our most <laughs> successful. We sort of took it for granted. We didn't realise that it was, if that's not a bold claim, that it, you know, that it doesn't usually go that well when you first go up. You don't usually get five star reviews. And then it went downhill from there on. The <laughs> <laughs> difficult second album and all that. But, um, yeah, we, we were together for like ten years.
0: Right, yeah. So it
1: is quite weird to be doing stuff... We do more stuff on our own now, and it does yeah, feel yeah. lonely sometimes. Oh. It does feel odd. You must know what I'm talking I about. Know. Although <laughs> I know what you're it's talking about. It's a funny though. relationship, isn't it? It
0: is, yeah.
1: Like a marriage.
0: Yeah, but often I find female double acts kind of get on with each other forever. And That's because women male, are raised yeah.
1: to not be confrontational, yeah, and socialisation, and
0: yeah. I mean, I find, I find it weird when male double acts like each other still, you know. Yeah, Vic and Bob sort. never argue, do no. they? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. There are a few people. Like, so. Ant and Deck seem to like each other.
1: Dick and Dom are complex. Are they? Yeah. Yeah.
0: They've done I very well, know. Dick and Dom, I think, for, you know... Kids. I wonder given, if given they're what, bitter, g-
1: though, about... How it's well, it's gone. a weird
0: thing is that like Trevor and Simon were the kind of Dick and oh, Dom of the previous generation great. who were amazing. i with them, they were, and they, they were seemed very nice. like they seemed to have held it together because they were yes. really properly successful. And, yeah. you know. And then it's difficult to make they that transition. They were
1: really um, like inspiring. Yeah. I remember. Yeah,
0: yeah. But they're still working. Uh, Trevor and Simon I must get them on here. I love Trevor and Simon. Oh, Do you, you like must. Would you come and see Trevor and Simon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would. They're, 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 we'll have them on. Uh, so uh, if you know if they want to, I'm not going to force them. We're going to give away their beds <laughs> There's a competition. They're one bed. They probably have one bed. That's what It'd all be double acts have if they said bed.
1: no, they didn't
0: want to <laughs> do it. <laughs> they don't want to do it. Uh, they, don't do no, they seem very nice. I, I was, uh, I'd quite like to get the Wurzels on. Are they,
1: are they the Wurzels, still going? The Wurzels
0: congratulated hey, me on the birth the, of my is, son on, that, on Twitter. I'm,
1: was the Wurzels <laughs> nothing to do with Wurzel Gummidge?
0: No, they're nothing to do with Wurzel Gummidge. What don't were be were ridiculous. They again? The Wurzels are very famous. They're probably Somerset's most famous band. I don't remember of them. doing yokel songs.
1: What year are we talking? Well,
0: they've been going for 50, 60 okay, years. Okay. Adge Cutler was the original um, lead singer of the Wurzels and okay. he, uh, he died in a car crash in about 1968. It's, it's a luck. bit like the story of The Doors. And I nearly yeah. died
1: in a car crash.
0: Yeah. So, 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 I, you know I that? When I did, my producer, Ben, I, mentioned it and said, I should really? ask you backstage whether you are happy to talk about it. But I know, no, it I yourself, was lucky wasn't
1: that? To, to be okay. I should wake up with a sort of, you know, renewed optimism every day, but I don't.
0: <laughs> so it's quite it, a serious car, car Yeah,
1: it was. It was like... should I, seem, I mean, it's very sincere when I tell <laughs> That's it. That's good. <laughs> Not the vibe. Um, <laughs> this a
0: well, no, sincere it was, show. sincere <laughs> show.
1: Um, yeah, it was about nine years ago. It was quite serious. My dad was driving. I, brought, The safety belt broke all the bones in its that it, it came into contact with.
0: Right. That doesn't sound good. No. That doesn't sound it like it's doing its his job. My life,
1: I suppose. Well, no, that is doing its job, isn't it? The airbag went off too late. I remember that. So that's, that was, you know, get a refund on that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I mean, it wasn't nice. Um, I, yeah, so I broke... I mean, there's, you know, it's too grim if I go into it in detail. Okay.
0: But you were so you were badly hurt. But you were doing. Were you going to do Edinburgh that year? Was it just before Edinburgh or something like that?
1: Yeah, but then also, <clears throat> I was on such heavy painkillers, which are quite addictive. So that brings its own problems. And then our first ever Edinburgh, I think I was just coming off the codeine. Right. I was like slowly reducing it, and uh, so it was quite a trippy show anyway. And then add to the mix, like a slightly drugged experience. I think that's why it was our best year. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was less self conscious. Wow. which is the idea. That's what drugs do. Yeah. Well, you're that's very you were, so
0: you are young, early twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And does that does it change your outlook on the world? Well, or? I can't drive, right. and
1: uh, I couldn't before, but I probably I, I just feel like a car is like a big weapon now.
0: Yes. <laughs> so I see a well, car, it is a
1: practical weapon, handy weapon. Yeah. Um. But my dad didn't drive afterwards because he felt like he didn't sort of trust himself. And the guilt as well of injuring your own child—that
0: was yeah. horrible for him.
1: Um, I don't. Yeah, well, I like think about learn. that all the
0: time. Every time I'm in a car Every with my family, it's just yeah. terrifying. So you just sort of think, it's, you know, it's, we can it's all go together. the responsibility I don't think I can bear yeah. about
1: driving. I don't know if maybe if I have kids, I'll have to learn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Give it a go. We'll
1: get Ubers everywhere. Yeah. No, that's not, <laughs> we're not supposed to. It's not ethical. No.
0: Oh. But it happens. Yeah, <laughs> it does. happen. Um, well, we'll talk about uh, some comedy now. Oh, yeah. It's too, it was too early to get into the series, but we'll come back to the... I'll, I, once I've relaxed you well, with some like comedy,
1: we'll come back and we'll talk about, we'll talk about
0: uh, near-death yeah. experiences. That's exciting. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, the moment you're in a show called The Windsors where you play oh, yeah. uh, Princess Fergiana from uh, the royal family. Is that what she's called? No. That's what I call her. Why
1: did you say it? Because, because that's what you call That's her. what I
0: call a Princess Fergiana. Because it's better than Fergie, Okay. Anna. Do you play Fergie, Sarah Ferguson?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know if there'll be any more, but two series oh, really? have been out. We're just waiting to hear. Yeah, that was an amazing job. Um,
0: and Harry Enfield's in it. Yes. Yeah,
1: dear old Harry. It's quite,
0: quite an He's got quite nice. He's very cast. sort of
1: avuncular Is with he? everyone. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met Harry, um, I don't think. Really? No, I don't think so. That seems odd. Yeah. Um,
0: it's like he's trying to avoid me, <laughs> or am I, or am I trying to avoid him? Oh no, for... it
1: is you. He doesn't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it is you. He doesn't like. Um, yeah, that was a great job. I mean, she's a lot older than me, but I. I did it in a read-through, and then they said, "I'll oh, just do it anyway. It's not a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine.
0: So is it quite... <laughs> do what, it anyway. What's the vibe of the Windsor's? What, how would you describe you it? I've not it's, seen it's a, it. I haven't seen it.
1: It's, it's a bit... It's kind of in the same uh, vein as Spitting Image. It's this big, heightened, you know, satirical, everyone's kind of grotesque. It's really funny. It's a really sort of smart script, really. Um, it's written by these two guys, Bert and George. It, it does a really clever thing of having quite broad appeal kind of in a soapy way about mm-hmm. this ridiculous family um, but also really yeah like informed good satire
0: yeah it's, cool. it's funny and do you, do, do you, re- cool. do you research <laughs> Princess Fergie for that oh <laughs>
1: I, I went down a real um, rabbit hole of YouTube video I watched all her Oprah uh, interviews she, I ended up feeling so sorry for her because she really like, like emotionally or like slit her wrists in every interview she's, she won't hold back she's just desperate to be like seen and heard there's something really sad about that but she's also had a really um, dramatic life and those has happened to her yeah so I ended up feeling kind of bit a bit bad.
0: I always felt that she was a big, she was the big um, target of jokes. Certainly, like when I, in the eighties and nineties, when yeah. I was starting to write topical stuff, and it was all. I always felt. Did you I write always write well, about her? When well, I didn't, because I always felt like it was there was always just the same joke about it, it was all about yeah. her. That, there was just a running joke about having a fat ass. I think wasn't there? Yeah, the, the, and it just so. sort of, even then, I just felt that's just seems and about so. her
1: freckles. And yeah, her just seems so weak. Weird dress sense. It was um, too obvious yeah, for you. It I understand. Was,
0: but uh, you know, she wrote. She wrote. Yeah, I'm very. Soph- I was very sophisticated. Yeah. I'm not interested in jokes about asses. It, it doesn't. Yeah. Not the only I like. about you're
1: better
0: than of a normal size, <laughs> as far as I'm aware. <laughs> the actual. Um, <laughs> she wrote Budgie the Helicopter, didn't she? Did she did. Yeah, did you yeah. reference that in the? I don't the show? think
1: so. I don't think so. Yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> yeah she did
0: and the the the, the daughters are are characters in it as well
1: yeah yeah they're i mean they seem crazy don't they really bonkers yeah (laughs) i don't really know i didn't research them no
0: it's a weird thing the royal family it's in uh, we talk about prince andrew a lot in this uh, podcast and then really then have to edit it all out
1: Uh,
0: but he was of course married to princess fergie
1: yeah, I, got into, I get into trouble, actually, because I'm definitely not a royalist. And sometimes in the, the press stuff you have to do, yeah. people ask you, you know, and what's your opinion about the royal family? And I have to say, oh, don't ask me that, because I'll get into trouble. <laughs> so that's how I answer. Yeah. Which is really obvious in the way I'm saying, don't ask me that.
0: I think the problem with the royal family, the Queen at the moment, she seems to have like two massive parties every year, not just because for her birthday, but so there's always like an, an... There's too many anniversaries. Of something. Like she's just yeah. about to... Last She's year, about a month and a half ago, she was doing her 70th wedding anniversary. <laughs> She's, and then she was like 90, and then she was like 50, 60 years on. Th- it's just like every six months, oh, we'll get Brian May on yeah. the roof of Buckingham Palace again. <laughs> it's too it's, much. It's One party like, a year, maximum.
1: Yeah, it's like real attention seeking, yeah, isn't it's it? Yeah. Well done. Yeah, it's like, oh, I've remembered something. Oh, well done.
0: <laughs> Do you think they'll get to 80 years married? Uh, Elizabeth and Prince Philip Prince Philip just seems to hang on like no, they, he's unkillable yeah he was very ill at the same time as Nelson Mandela was very ill
1: <laughs> right and
0: I did a joke about who would go first and would prove whether God was racist or not <laughs> and uh, it turns out God's racist
1: it doesn't surprise me. So, but
0: it's amazing, you know. Nelson Mandela died a long time ago.
1: God doesn't make any sense in his he decisions.
0: He's a, he's a buffoon in many ways. So you were he's born an in. absolute tyrant. No, no offence to anyone who no believes there's a to, massive perfect person in the sky who's created loads of imperfect people to judge by his own standards for some reason. <laughs> Seems like a weird thing to do to me when he didn't have to do anything. Could just sat back and enjoyed himself. So to make self. you judge you, yeah, or herself, probably sexless. Um, if there's just one of you I him. hope so. You uh, were born and grew up in Pontypridd. That's sort my sort of. Well, where, where were you born?
1: Well, I was I was born in Pontypridd so. Hospital, but I, I grew up in Cardiff. Okay, it's important to.
0: No, I was going to ask to... you about who was the most famous person in from Ponty...
1: Ponty. I think um, Tom Jones is from Pontypriid. Yeah. My dad went to school with him, roughly at the same time, okay. a couple of years. Ago. Um. That's all I know about Ponty.
0: Yeah, River Taff goes through there.
1: Mm. Yeah. Correct.
0: A lot in of bridges. A lot of bridges in Pontypool. Yeah, shitloads of bridges. That's where he yeah. got his name. It was, uh, used to have a lot of uh, wooden bridges over the Taff. Is that why yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know? Okay, thank you. Should, should <laughs> learn about where you were born. That's why. That's why I have to do. <laughs> have to learn about it all. You've been in Celebrity Squares.
1: Oh God, yeah. Tell awful. me all oh, about Celebrity Squares. It was absolutely squares. dismal. Um, it was awful because something really... I think something really tragic had just happened in my life. And then rather than cancel, I did it and I then nearly <laughs> cried. It was awful as Gino De Campo was talking.
0: Yeah.
1: I thought, oh, my God, I, I need to cry, but I can't. I've been, in his, ha- I've been
0: in his house.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe I've heard this story. <laughs> Were you going to buy his house?
0: I was like, well, I've looked around it. I was never going to buy it. It was did awful. Did he
1: mention the crying girl? <laughs> In the the square below him. you
0: mention Yeah, the
1: crying girl. He didn't in the mention square that. Below no. him. He had a lot. He's a of, real idiot, weirdly, isn't he? he
0: had. He's been on through the keyhole with Keith Lemon, and he had like he, had like he had like he's through the keyhole. Key he looked like he'd been through a there.
1: keyhole. Yeah, he did.
0: And I always felt like I was doing through the keyhole, but <laughs> I, I used didn't to know, love I didn't that show. Was.
1: I was always really good at guessing. Were you? Yeah, yeah. I was when, weirdly good at it
0: when uh, Lloyd Grossman did it.
1: Yeah, we're talking. I don't know when I was a teenager, nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it was it
0: was on a lunch sort of in the afternoon wasn't it yeah
1: yeah, yeah. David to Frost
0: used to present presented yeah which is then they gave that's it that's a real
1: fall from grace isn't it
0: for him <laughs> yeah
1: don't you think
0: they're not going to make a film about uh, through the keyhole
1: <laughs> yeah Frost, Frost Grossman, Grossman. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I could really see it though head to head beautiful get Michael Sheen <laughs> to play with both of them <laughs>
0: Grossman's mainly gone over to the uh, the pasta sauce business. Yeah, he's now. gone quiet, isn't he? It's mainly there's a lot of uh, He must be quite old now. What's your favourite um, celebrity based food product that you can buy in a supermarket? Um,
1: the first thing I think of is the old um, Newman. There he's his, quite yeah. cool, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Have you tried Barry Norman's pickled onions? Is that real? It y- is You real. think he would do popcorn? You would, but, you know, Barry Norman, he always took us with. My one regret in life is that I didn't try Barry Norman's pickled onions until after he died. You,
1: you've got more to and regret than that. that is my only that. regret, because they're nice,
0: and I would like to have told... I'd like to have been able no, to tell I him in person. You must
1: regret loads, I I love you. pickled
0: onions, and uh, his pickled onions are well worth a, a crack if you... Uh, they sell them in supermarkets, you don't believe me, it's true, and they've got like a little... Thing on the top saying Barry Norman. There's a little story <laughs> of how Barry Norman <laughs> came up with it. I think it's still written in the present tense, which I find <laughs> offensive. I don't know if he just made a big supply of them before he died and that they're still selling them off. I hope so, because if they're not, if someone else is making them. I'll be very cross. This should be all oh, Barry Norman's he mates be written in onions. the past tense on the packaging you right were. But pickled onions can last a long time, so he could have made them all. That's the whole point of pickled onions. I mean, I think onions yeah. can last quite a long time, to be honest. I don't you need onion. to pickle them.
1: I, that show, is it called I've Never Seen Star Wars?
0: The witch, oh, yes, I've never seen Star Wars, yeah. I would
1: be such an ideal candidate. There's so many things I
0: haven't done. You've never tried Barry Norm's Pickled Onions? No. Have you tried um, Lloyd Grossman's Arabiata Sauce? I don't think so. No, you could do that. Have yeah, you tried. I... I
1: could do that. Um, we could do a new one. You could host it where yeah. i just try pasta <laughs> sauces. It would be quite a
0: short. I mean, you could do all the Lloyd Grossman different ones. If it was ones. just
1: an audio thing, it would just be the sloppy noises. I
0: yeah. would <laughs> definitely give it a go. <laughs> that will work. Was Warwick Davis doing Celebrity Squares <laughs> when you did <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, he was there.
1: Yeah. Uh, I didn't interact with him much. I was, I was too... Um, you know, in my, in my it was, sorrow.
0: It was a weird series was, in that they tried it was a to weird get. Day. It was like a sort of throwback to Celebrity Squares, but they got quite a lot of current and quite cool people. I think like Sarah Pascoe was yeah, in and and Bridget um, Christie Joe was
1: Wilkinson a, was a regular. Yeah. yeah. Who's amazing. Yeah. Has he done.
0: Uh, no, he, mean, hasn't <laughs> he hasn't done this yet. He <laughs> hasn't done it, rather <laughs> than... Uh, so well done, just checking wow. you're still there. Uh,
1: They're so dedicated to it.
0: It's brilliant. It's uh, scary. They're like it's, scary. It's cold. like... it's Some of them are nuclear scary. physicists. I mean, the nuclear physicists sitting next to the insect scientists. Imagine oh, if those two guys scientists. get
1: together. I do remember... You said you were going to ask me about insects. Yes, I was. I, I do remember... This is so sick. Popping a tadpole because I thought it was like a pod. Well, I'm going to have to
0: stop you. <laughs> just go over to the insect scientist. Is a tadpole an insect? No. Oh. Amphibian. It's nice to have an insect expert there because you know I wouldn't, I wouldn't have felt comfortable saying I'm going to have to no, stop you, Katie. Right. That is not an insect. You're that right. is an amphibian. It's a, uh, fe- it's a fetal amphibian. It
1: is an amphibian. Yeah.
0: So how do you know, how do you know about that? <laughs> Stick to your own subject, mate. I'm not saying i know about amphibians.
1: On Airbnb, you popped a as, a, as a joke. Someone's posted an insect hotel. Right. It's not a very
0: really funny joke is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they've gone to the trouble of posting it.
0: Yeah. Well I saw something like that when I was looking for a ho- when I was looking for houses there was, a, there was a house that was a load of insect there was loads of insects. Was it called was
1: Dame Catherine's insect hotel? I don't think it was. I think was
0: there's obviously taught. people going around making up <laughs> And lodging things, like all
1: 18 rooms very cosy and then a picture of all the insects in a sort
0: of it was on for 18 million pounds <laughs> I think this this insect <laughs> that sounds thing.
1: quite reasonable which given. was the
0: kind of age this kind of range I was looking in that's why that's it's why I stinted. came across it
1: it's very stained this chair do you know thank that you?
0: yeah we're getting new chairs for the next series say, thank you oh good that's uh, one of the one of the things from the kickstart new chairs <laughs> George the sound guy he hates these chairs
1: oh okay <laughs>
0: So uh What were we talking about? Oh it reminds him of listening to his mum and dad having sex in the next <laughs> <laughs> takes him back.
1: Poor guy. When he was twenty-eight years old. That. I don't
0: I don't know. <laughs> you popped a tadpole, was it a Welsh tadpole? It must have been. I don't feel so bad.
1: <laughs> One less <laughs> as far as you're concerned on the planet. we,
0: we all did cruel things to to animals that's
1: as bad as it got I think yeah. it didn't get to serial killer
0: territory no. it is the starting point of many serial killers that's absolutely yeah. that's why I mentioned it popping a tadpole
1: Charles Manson
0: he popped a tadpole yesterday. he
1: must have popped yeah. tadpoles
0: to be fair Charles... I didn't know he
1: wrote folk songs yeah, well, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's I didn't a, know that yeah. I never knew that
0: very talented man yeah, I <laughs> it's a sh- in a way it's I a know shame he, a he went down, job. The, went down the having a cult who yeah, murdered people know and know putting a swastika on his head root in a way
1: yeah it's a bold job decision, wasn't know. it?
0: It's a bold decision when people have a tattoo of anything on their face, but a swastika, right? that's a yeah. making a statement.
1: It's sort of like the tattoo you'd have in a sketch. It doesn't seem to be a real life <laughs> tattoo, does it? Do you know what I mean? No. It's so extreme, you sort of couldn't believe. Yes, it's probably
0: not as bad as the other stuff he did. So it's. Um, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't do it, you've got other people to do it. That's, why, that's where it's, this is all leading. For me, you lot. <laughs> I'm getting you all. All on side, then just bit by bit, we'll grab, we start with just shouting acronyms out. <laughs> then it will lead on.
1: It's like that film, The Wave.
0: I haven't seen The Wave. Oh, well.
1: You, d- you haven't got the reference. Is, there a, is there
0: a film in which a man does is a that, podcast and then makes people... Film, the Wave? Yeah.
1: Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep.
0: I think anyone who's seen The Wave knows what you mean. Yeah. And the rest of us feel quite alienated and upset <laughs> yeah. that we're not in on... Which I like, I like it's to do a pretty that. It's
1: highbrow film.
0: It is. Uh, I tell you what I really liked to, in Edinburgh that I saw you in, which went on to be a radio show, was oh, The yeah. Party, or mm, Party. Mm. Uh, which was written by Tom Basman. one,
1: yeah. Yeah. No, that was, yeah, I got a lot out of that. It was great. Um, it was a play about uh, a group of sort of young, but quite stupid sort of idealistic people who'd set up their own political party... <clears throat> and I think Tom Basson, the, the writer, said it was roughly based on uh, how, like, Cambridge Footlights meetings, right. how they used to go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, it, yeah, it was such brilliant writing, and uh, I suppose it was sort of taking the piss out of, yeah, these people who were so well-meaning but didn't realise that it, their own sort of egos were so caught up, and taking it so seriously. Um, yeah, and then it, it, and then it was a, a radio series, about four or five and then we did a TV pilot, which was brilliant, but didn't go anywhere, as is the case so yes. often.
0: Tell me about it. Yeah,
1: I am. I, I <laughs> I'm wish, trying to.
0: I wish I'd get as far as a TV <laughs> pilot, to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I should be very... I'm very blessed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, do check that out. If you, I'm sure you yeah, can no, find that I online. Think it's...
1: We might be doing more. Yeah, oh, really? great. Tim great. Key is in it and Johnny yeah. Sweet. In fact, when the year we were performing it in Edinburgh was the year that Tim and Johnny won maincomer at... Um,
0: Main <laughs> which in Edinburgh is <laughs> quite a feat.
1: Yeah, we've all met the main comer in the courtyard. Um, the, the main award and, and newcomer—that uh, it wasn't even a good story.
0: <laughs> still worth it. We're still worth it. And uh, my, my fans will be very—I mean, they'll know, but they'll be very excited to know you're on Torchwood, the, oh, yeah. the Doctor Who-based spin-off. Yeah. I've been in Doctor Who audio version. (laughs) What did you play in Torchwood? It's a Welsh-based thing, so there you were bang straight in.
1: Yeah. um, Well, I I've never watched it. Um, (laughs) I've never seen it. Uh, I played someone's sister. Yeah. (laughs) And then they later died. It was a long time ago. I can't really remember. Was
0: it Doctor Who's Um, sister? No. It was. Was it? the bloke off of uh, children's TVs, sister.
1: I don't know what I you. I didn't really, what what, I didn't mean? really watch
0: Torchwood. Dick and Dom. Was it Dick and Dom's um, sister?
1: It was a, a character called Yanto. Oh, it was Yanta. his sister.
0: Yeah. Anyone remember Torchwood? One as good as Doctor Who was it? They went under under the Cardiff thing. They was lived underneath the Millennium Dome or something. They, I don't know. It was amazing. So. Um, and you've been in Sherlock, which I, I auditioned for Sherlock, and I didn't I, get the. Point. I don't the like to talk about it. What uh, was the I was. Part? I've forgotten the name. It was, it was agitated man or something, annoyed man. Had, was that your had, name? Yeah, yeah. Agitated. Yeah. I can't believe I had to audition. I was saying to Richard Osborne about a month ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it, was nothing, it. it was nothing. It was nothing on the. But you had a proper part in it.
1: Yeah, I, I did. Um, yeah, no, it was it was good fun. Yeah.
0: I've been in a toilet with Benedict Cumberbatch. Me too. Yeah. I've been in a toilet with Benedict Cumberbatch in Buckingham and, Palace.
1: Oh, is this the game? So yeah. you have to remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've been in a toilet with Benedict Cumberbatch in Buckingham <laughs> Palace and I, <laughs> and I bought a lemon. Like the sho- <laughs> yeah. Is that how it works? That could be how it works. shopping game. When okay, were you in a go. toilet
0: with Benedict Cumberbatch? During Sherlock. Oh, were you?
1: An actual... To- yeah, no, it was... Uh, it, there was a moment, there was a read-through and I was about to say bisexual toilets, but I mean unisex, yeah. and I, we both went into these bisexual toilets, and I, I heard someone weeing, and then I saw his shoes, and I remembered his shoes from the read-through, because they were quite distinctive, <laughs> yeah. and I thought, oh, I might WhatsApp someone and say I can hear him weeing, but I didn't. Yeah.
0: Like, I've yeah. heard one of Eternal having a wee. <laughs> oh, Eternal. They didn't know I was listening, but I was listening. <laughs>
1: Can you remember which one? Oh, well, I don't know which like? one it
0: was. I was when I presented the one of the one, one of the two occasions I presented Top of the Pops. Yeah, that's right. Did I was, you? I'm yeah. so one of the cool. few Top of the Pops presenters who is not currently in prison. <laughs> and I say currently, by the time this goes out, who knows? Um, and uh, I had the dressing me, I had the dressing me and Stuart Lee would present a couple of times. Um, we, I think we, should, I think we had the same des- dressing room. But the dressing room was next door to Eternal's oh, wow. dressing room. I and I him. heard one of Eternal having a. I could hear her weeing, but she was also practicing her song on the toilet. <laughs> So I had the beautiful sound, and I think most of Eternal's music could be if improved their, um, by.
1: Louise had been Eternal. Yeah,
0: <laughs> gone on and on and on. They could have done. So I don't know which one it was. I'm hoping it was Kelly because that's the one I like the best.
1: <laughs> they they always were in the same order, weren't they? Like Anton Deck.
0: Yeah.
1: I think Kelly was always on that end, and the one okay. with the long hair was in the middle. The yeah. one who had. And the Louise voice.
0: Nerding, where did she stand?
1: Are you not thinking of All Saints?
0: No, Louise Nerding was originally an Eternal oh okay part of the reason no, they it, uh, got rid of Louise Nerding I believe is because in America they didn't like the idea of uh, black and white people being in the same group they couldn't Honestly? cope with that in Even the type then? of music they had so they had to get rid of Louise Nerding and then she married uh, Jamie Radn- Redknapp and then became Louise Redknapp oh <laughs> Yeah. Not that I'm obsessed with eternal or anything. And listen, you know, and try, trying to track them all down and have a list of ones I've heard weeing with a tick by the one. <laughs> that is not what I do. So I just, I, I, by accident, I heard one of eternal weeing. <laughs> That's the only person I can think of. I'm trying to think of. As a man, you end up standing next to people at urinals and yes, sometimes. But so you as a woman, it's, not, it's not, as, not as often, is it? What you're nearly most famous for was appearing in the Harvey's Furniture Bumpers that appeared oh, yeah. during Coronation Street. I've
1: forgotten about that. God, it got me a flat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No regrets. Yeah.
0: Did you get recognised from that? Because that was going out of primetime know. TV. Because it was going out it it was was. Part of Coronation Street. Did
1: was it? I? No, no, I don't know. I, I wouldn't... I've never
0: heard of Harvey's Furniture. Did it, no, did, it, did, did they still go
1: They... I, I have no idea. They actually did offer us free furniture and I don't think we <laughs> took it a lot of um, is it called pleatherette what's that what's that is it called pleather I like fake, false leather. Leather. fake leather it's a good name if it is is it called that yeah. it's that that sort of vibe yeah. yeah and you
0: played Hattie Jakes
1: oh yeah yeah I did yeah in yeah.
0: Hancock was this the, one of the reimaginings
1: yeah it was it was I mean I guess it was slightly um, off the radar it was on the BBC 4 um, I mean, I didn't really... I hadn't really seen... They were, it's not really my thing, the carry-on films. I, hadn't, I wasn't really familiar with them. I mean, I was aware of them, sort of, in our know, cultural history. But, um, yeah, it, it, I guess what was quite difficult about it, it was that everyone else was um, known as a, an impressionist already of the person they were doing. And I just sort of approximated, watched a few... I guess what was difficult as well is that she seemed to do... She seemed to have a different... I don't this is interesting. But she had a uh, different kind of way of speaking and different characters she used to speak. And so it was quite... Like someone doing Sid James or Kenneth... Like it's really obvious what you should do. Yeah. And I wasn't... I didn't quite have that.
0: um. She's quite an interesting uh, person. Yeah, in fact...
1: My my parents used to live next door to her dresser. It's right. dead now. Okay. But this sweet woman was her dresser for years, and she used to come over. We, it's when we lived near the Brecon Beacons. So the neighbour would come over every Christmas and have a couple of sherries and just say she was very unhappy. She was very unhappy. That would happen every year. Yeah. But she wouldn't go into much detail. She just kept saying she was very unhappy. She, so I had that. That's all I had.
0: Yeah. Was she married on. to John John LaMajurier? Le Ma- Le
1: yeah, he was friends with my grandfather. Right, Because okay. he was also a jazz musician. They used to hang out. Um, and I think he was quite hopeless, wasn't he? And she really had to do everything for him.
0: Maybe. I think then she had an affair with yeah. someone else. And she was quite a, quite a one old hat. I, d-
1: I just said the lines. I didn't worry yeah. about any of that. Oh. I didn't do
0: much research. <laughs>
1: but yeah, no, it was... Um, yeah, it was a different, you know nice to do different stuff yeah yeah
0: well you've been doing lots of i mean you you because you, you started out as a as a stand-up and you've brand, I mean, mm. you're mainly really an, an actor now i think it's fair to say is it would you go back to stand-up
1: no i think at the moment i'm just writing more right and um i feel like i would re, i could retire to writing
0: yeah
1: i just so you've, really you've love these, it as i get older
0: you've more written more, books of monologues for. yeah i've written
1: some book i'm trying to write a new book at the moment it's in development and uh it might happen, which would be exciting. It's sort of a memoir, okay. um, but with some specific kind of themes. So if that happened, I guess that would be a good, yeah, six, eight months writing that. Yeah. I'd love to write it. I hope it happens. Um, yeah, I write quite a lot for, for radio and uh, just bits and bobs.
0: And what was the bobs idea? Because you've written a couple of books about... Uh, yeah. So monologues for female actors, is that is that what they...
1: Yeah, it was kind of like... Um, I, you know, the, I, I always loved Alan Bennett's Talking Heads. I was always obsessed with them. I wanted to write something like that. And, and, uh, and it seemed... Yeah, like a lot of like, women in particular would write to me and say, I've got an audition or I need to do something funny for this. Have you got any ideas? And it just felt like there wasn't the thing that they wanted that, was out, that hadn't been heard before. Yeah. So I started writing them as a favour to friends... I was like, oh well, I yeah, I'll write you something like you know, five minutes long. But that I think that's a would pretty nice favour.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then I. To...
1: But it's also a good um, like writing exercise. Yeah. It was good, and then I ended up. I suddenly had enough that I could publish them, and yeah, it was great. It was it was a nice feeling to have an ISBN number. <laughs> 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 it's a nice feeling. Cool,
0: um, and. Uh, You've been... I've got, I've got Dire Straits written down here, and I didn't... There was a video oh, about yeah. you and Dire Straits, and I thought, I won't watch it, and I'll see what you have oh, to okay. say about Dire Straits. It so was, um, you know,
1: Alan Davis's programme. Oh, yeah. What's it called? As It's called,
0: um, uh, as it, it's uh, called Richard Herring's Lesser Square <laughs> Thinker Podcast <laughs> with, with Alan Davis. How did it come up?
1: I hadn't, I hadn't planned to talk about it. It was something... It was really, really fun. I mean, I was so drunk by the time it came round to me. <laughs> I can tell when I watch it back, all the tells. <laughs> It's not a good idea being drunk on television. I've only done it once before when I went on Buzzcocks. So that was awful. <laughs> um, sorry. Well, sometimes I've it can. i interrupted myself. Um, it, uh, yeah, why did I end up telling a story? I can't remember, but it was so odd because there was um, in my school there was a competition and you had to find a heart-shaped pebble. And I, I think it was something to do with um, like heart health. But based in Wales. So I think they had the idea of, oh, that's how we'll link it up. So I spent ages looking for this. And they said the prize was really good, but they didn't say what it was. But I think they hinted that it would mean meeting a celebrity. So I found the best heart-shaped pebble, took it into school. They said, yeah, you've won. It was really exciting. <laughs> and it was lots of schools in Wales took part in the competition so i was told to turn up at this hotel on a certain day to collect my prize so i think my my older brother went with me as a chaperone i was about 11 Thanks. Um, we got to this posh hotel in Cardiff and they said we go up to like the very top floor, so we went up and then a man sort of went, oh congratulations can I look at your pebble I showed him the <laughs> pebble, and he said well the prize is you're going to meet in, through that door is dire straits <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant <laughs> I thought it was like a concept or like a ride, I don't know I was confused yeah. I thought you're going to die, die yesterday, what, what's he saying, so I started crying, because I just didn't understand, and my brother was like, oh it's okay there, it's a band, but he didn't really know, so we went into this room, and I think Mark not is that his name, I think he was standing there, I don't really remember, I remember, I just remember a tall man with like slightly grey hair and quite a big nose and he said, oh, hello, can I look at your (laughs) bad And I showed him and he said, you want an autograph and I said, no. (laughs) And then we went. So weird, but... (laughs) I also, and then, and then there was a rumor that it was going to be Kylie, and that she dropped out. It yeah. was even sadder. Well,
0: that would make more sense for some school.
1: I know it sounds, but I'm sure some that some 11-year-old
0: school kids meeting <laughs> a middle aged rockers band.
1: <laughs> it sounds so suspicious. I asked my mum about it the other day, and she was like, I remember the, the pebble bit. Yeah. But then she, and I said, oh yeah, but you, you didn't come with us to the hotel room. Why not? I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: she got, yeah. So they work in showbiz, you can trust them. They'll be fine. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? With middle-aged men asking to see your pebble. I mean,
1: <laughs> I like to think he then wrote a whole song about me, but that didn't happen. Yeah, heart-shaped pebble. So poetic. Well done
0: for finding the best uh, heart-shaped um, pebble. Well, though. there's some
1: good beaches in Wales. Yes, yeah. You know, if, with determination, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> have you still got the pebble, or did you have to no, give it in? No. Sorry. Okay. No, I can't.
0: <laughs> so you, it. you were in uh, the sitcom Not Going Out mm. for a good for a good uh, while.
1: Yeah, Man and Boy. Yeah, <laughs> <a> long time.
0: <laughs> so is that your first big biggish break, or? Did you...
1: Yeah, my first ever. TV job was 28 acts and 28 minutes oh, was on BBC yeah. Three yeah. do you remember that Were I you? did the radio
0: was I wasn't allowed on the oh, okay. TV because I'm not allowed on TV anymore, but I did the, <laughs> yeah, I ra- forgot. I did the radio first. I forgot that so you do a minute's worth of yeah. material it's a lovely job to get it's quite hard though right?
1: yeah and then my second ever job was, was extras which was terrifying for like your first time on a set that was quite scary um, and then yeah not long after that not going out yeah I was quite young when I, when I got it um yeah, it was it was an amazing. Lee is so um he's so generous with his gags. It's so refreshing.
0: Yeah, it was you know, some, it's the, been amazing because that sitcom was did a quite a few series and then they were going to take it off and then, yeah, and then it, put back on by popular demand mm, and,
1: and it's still going. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, no he's he is. He's so lovely. Like he he genuinely Gets joy from watching, you know, other people get a laugh and gives away some of his best stuff. It's so nice. Like, I'm so... I've definitely worked with comics who, you know, hate. They can't bear it. They cannot bear it. If someone else gets a laugh, there's like... It's like they're going to, you know... It's like they're facing their own extinction. They can't bear it. (laughs) Um, But that's what's so, yeah, lovely about him. But it wouldn't...
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I think, especially in an ensemble thing, it would be Mm. weird to to want yeah. to have I mean I guess it does happen
1: but he doesn't like keep the best lines for himself or anything like no. that you know
0: he seems like a nice man Lee I know him quite well
1: yeah me too
0: <laughs> he is
1: he's lovely. you did another you did
0: a play with him oh
1: yeah yeah that was interesting um I can't I can't talk about it freely because I'd have to say how I felt about it <laughs> so I can't say anything about it
0: I imagine you really enjoyed it then <laughs> You know what I mean? That's what I'm it's picking up from this.
1: Because I'm friends with so many of the people that were no, it was fine. <laughs>
0: I think they put it that was on the post. what it was, they, they it was an experience. Um, good. Well, we won't talk about that. That's okay. Um, I'll ask you. Uh, I'll, I can't ask you some Christmas emergency questions. That would be insane. It's January now. We're well into January.
1: <laughs> Doesn't time fly? Does. I'll ask you yourself. some regular.
0: I mean, there are some regular. Emergency
1: are these? Questions. these make me nervous. Um,
0: you should be nervous. If you had to marry a piece of furniture. Oh. If you had to, which piece of furniture would you marry? I've given you that especially because of the, your love of furniture.
1: Oh, right. <laughs>
0: already, it wasn't, it just came up actually. I think
1: an armoire sounds romantic. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Or a footstool.
0: <laughs> It'd be good to marry a footstool. I mean, you know, they, that's a useful thing to Well, they're to, so
1: handy, aren't yeah. they? Yeah.
0: But would it mind you sitting on a chair? You'd have to have a chair to have a footstool. The, uh, the footstool might be jealous. You of mean, would the chair. it be jealous? Yeah.
1: Is it to be sentient? fair, the chair's
0: getting the, the, the good bits. Does isn't it, it have
1: emotions?
0: Unless I the is was... a pervert and likes feet. And anyone who likes feet is a pervert.
1: Oh, I thought it was and like. I know that's um, most of you. I thought it was like people that fall in love with objects. Is it called a rotomania? Like the yeah. woman that married the Eiffel Tower? Yeah, this. <clears> yeah. I assumed, I didn't think it was sentient. Does it have emotions?
0: Well, who knows? I mean, I would imagine you think it does. If you, you the other one is married a piece of furniture, be, don't someone, throw this back at me.
1: <clears throat> someone would have to kick it down the aisle when we got married. <laughs> like, how would it go down the aisle? Or
0: drag it on a piece of string.
1: <laughs> the vicar. It's on have, wheels. The vicar could have it on wheels.
0: Yeah. I imagine they put the footstool just at the Wouldn't altar ready a little, for you.
1: You know, little suit for the wedding.
0: Could <laughs> do. You'll come up the aisle, you're the bride, so the footstool's just waiting yes, at the Yes, you're right, altar, it's already
1: yeah. there, isn't it? Yeah.
0: No. Unless With it's the a female on. footstool and oh, you, yeah. You're, yeah, sure. you're the groom, female. Mm. All, all sexless. Everything's allowed now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's allowed. Um, no, would, say that. Uh, would you rather be allergic to wood or not? <laughs>
1: Would the material?
0: Yeah. Or woods? Not the word wood. Wood, you know, like wood.
1: <clears throat> Your choices
0: are you're allergic to wood or you're I'd, not allergic what? to wood. Which would you prefer?
1: Can I choose the, the symptoms? What happens?
0: Well, you'd be allergic to. You'd get hives, I imagine. Probably sweat. It'd be awful. I mean, I would... I think it's quite an obvious choice, but I'm glad really? you... Then I, would, I mean you might not I'd, be able to breathe and there's wood no, everywhere if, if it, I mean I'm it would be just, very inconvenient to be allergic to wood If the reaction
1: wood. was very mild yeah. and I got like a whole Edinburgh show out of it and okay. <laughs> whole,
0: you know, Well that's interesting as a comedian you sort of do blah, think where could this lead
1: But I think all things considered yes. <laughs> okay. not. Not. Not.
0: not You're the first person to have asked that question and possibly okay. the last. Sorry. No, it's not it's your really fault. It's uh, very much the fault is within the in question. The writing. It's in very the writing. Very much within being the 400th question I was writing in a book of five hundred. It's
1: my mascara run
0: yet. Okay, here's one. Would you rather be able to turn your head like an owl or have a neck that telescopes up to the length of a giraffe's neck but can go back to normal neck length at will? Um. A head that turns like an owl or a neck that telescopes up to the length of a giraffe. I mean, that sounds more interesting, doesn't it?
1: I'm trying to think of an advantage where I would have to move my head but not my body with it. Um, I would choose the owl, actually. Yeah. Over the giraffe.
0: It's 360-degree vision, basically.
1: I but, think that'd you know, be a laugh.
0: With the giraffe, you can <laughs> see over stuff.
1: Yeah, but I'm trying to think mm. the last time... I, I and mean, I'm quite tall. I'm trying to think the last time I was in a situation where I thought, I wish I could see a bit higher. Yeah. I can't think of one.
0: When you're behind something? Yeah. Just the first thing it. that springs to mind for me. Like, um, what, do you like watching? You could go to football matches and just not watch for me. Not for me. You could go to, no. To see go a play Go to tennis matches and watch I can't, around. I don't
1: think. You I could
0: go, that. you can't go to a play because the, the plays are in theatres and you, I suppose you could put your head. But thought like if you put your head, like your giraffe head, you were outside the theatre and put your giraffe head into the theatre. <laughs>
1: If I was but then to the theatre the, people um, go, get your head
0: out of here, you haven't got a ticket.
1: <laughs> over the brow of a hill?
0: Yeah, over the, if you're trying to go over the brow of a hill. If you're in Pont Pontypreth yeah. and you need to look over some of the wooden bridges that aren't there I'd go anymore.
1: with the owl because I'm quite paranoid. <coughs>
0: you're worried people are talking about you behind you? It'd be
1: you. nice to be able to see yeah. what's happening all yeah. around.
0: Do, do, you imagine, owl. do you imagine people... My are final talk, answer, you, Chris, is owl. You, do you imagine people when they're right behind you are doing awful things? Is that why you think? Because like, it's not likely. If people are going to talk about you, they'll wait till you're out of the room. They're not going to get. away. Oh, it's all right. We're behind her. I probably talking I, about. I think she's got human vision. You're
1: about my weird owl. And she
0: probably neck. probably can't hear us because she's looking the other way. Let's talk about Kate. Okay. No, okay. fair enough. No, it was a stupid question. In a way, those were. I feel silly asking those questions. In a way, you you've destroyed the whole ethos. <laughs> of this. I'll ask you I'll ask you this we'll go for we'll go for some of my exciting new uh, emergency questions what's the worst swap you've ever made
1: um, I feel like I've swapped my dignity for money
0: <laughs> uh, sometimes yes. you know you don't get so paid that. for this <laughs> that you do? okay that's good um why do you think everyone stopped wearing hats? I don't think they have. Well, not, I mean, oh, not mean, everyone mean, you know, has, but in the old days, formal. everyone used to wear hats, and now hardly anyone wears hats. Do you have a theory about why that um, might be? I
1: think maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe after the, the war ended, <laughs> things lightened up? <laughs> less formal?
0: It's a good theory. Thanks. I think it's um, because of getting in and out of cars. <laughs> but people they were they still
1: wearing hats when cars were do know, you
0: know, then we thought it's inconvenient. You've got to take your hat off all the time. So, and then someone thought, why not not wear a hat?
1: Maybe it's to do with church. It was always seen as a, yeah. you know, quite a lot. Yeah, because
0: of... you had to take your hat off in church yeah. and then people stopped going to church and thought, mm. I don't need a hat to take yeah. off anymore. Maybe so I it's just... do with
1: that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah if i ever if i ever meet a ghost i'll ask
0: okay have you ever seen a ghost
1: that, that's one of the questions it isn't is
0: it? it's an old school one
1: well obviously not because i don't think they exist but i want them to exist yeah i love ghost stories yeah yeah i don't think i have and but if even, i if i even if i have i wouldn't say i had wouldn't you no so
0: you might have yeah, I might have done. Yeah, that makes me think you have.
1: Well, I think I've seen things, but I think yeah. I was very tired. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I think, that's I think how works, explainable. it works. It's, it's
0: the uh, you know it's
1: the veil is thinner.
0: Well, you're so tired. Thin. The light's weird. So you catch something out of the corner it's, of your eye.
1: It's weird how how people don't claim to have seen like Neanderthal ghosts or cavemen ghosts. Like when did souls begin? Like
0: the that's not a ghost it's not though, a is ghost. it?
1: not a ghost, mate, that's a real thing. The, the Sasquatch. At
0: least fucking think before you shout out ghost. Bigfoot. I but think a think, um, is a Bigfoot a ghost? No.
1: You know, like, when, when there was first it's life. It's a
0: real thing, a live thing. A ghost can't walk through a forest and go...
1: That's true. I hope not, it'd be
0: terrifying. I apologise for my own. It's hard to know when, when,
1: when ghosts are supposed to begin, like when we first crawled out of the primordial soup. When, yes. when, did, when did the first soul
0: happen? Yeah, well, you know, it's, that is a, a very big philosophical question. Yeah. I'm not sure that this podcast is It's the right to place, it's the right forum. <laughs> but I'm going to have a fucking go. Sure. I think when God... When were souls God invented? When God a invented concept. us and uh, we ate from the Garden of Eden apple tree... <laughs>
1: Right.
0: In so 6,000 BC. So Adam or
1: ghosts somewhere? Yeah, may, well,
0: yeah, maybe. I'm asking you, like, you... Yeah, I think like they probably are. Why has no one ever seen them walking <laughs> around with an apple and no clothes on? No one's They're ever claimed to have
1: seen Adam or Eve's
0: ghost.
1: No. I don't think exciting, everyone becomes a
0: ghost. That would be confusing. I think it's just uh, restless spirits. Okay. You know, we might be ghosts now. We might be... Have you not thought about that? We might be ghosts, and we um, think we're alive, and all of us are dead except one bloke in here who's going
1: I think think I'm too narcissistic to think I'm a ghost
0: Okay. what is the strangest (laughs) thing you've ever found in the embers of a bonfire
1: oh um, Oh. some bunting
0: (laughs) some bunting yeah like flags and stuff yeah in a bonfire yeah how did it get there do you know don't know I just remember seeing the
1: coloured triangles half burnt
0: someone was burning bunting
1: um yeah, I don't know, like a WI that went wrong or something. <laughs> Interestingly, the word bunting, do you know where it comes from? I don't. Is it Emma Bunting? No. I, w- I wish. There used to be huge, um, like, slag piles, like on the Euston Road, like in the 1850s. Okay. <laughs> and women used to sift through them looking for things to sell, like scraps of material and, you know, old chicken, bur- and they were called bunters. Right. And that's where the word comes from.
0: Thank you. Thank That's my the,
1: audition for QI. Thank you for that
0: piece of information.
1: <laughs> well, it's true. In the you How know, you find that and, well, honestly, because well, the book, um, you know, Peter Ackroyds book. Oh, the London book. The London oh, book. Oh, that is a great yes. book.
0: that is a very good re, read. That book. That is a good book. Don't read Richard Osman's um, book. Though. has he it's got just, a book out? He's, Richard Osman's got a book out. It's rubbish. What's it about? It's nothing. It's just him. It's, write a load is of it called shit. Pointless? It's, it's not. It's not like this a proper thing like this (laughs) not proper oh
1: there's a Christmas
0: Christmas Christmas that's very
1: savvy of you
0: thank you what is the most important thing you've ever unplugged to charge your phone that's nice isn't it Richard Richard Osman I slag him off I was only joking then I'd take his question that's a really great question thank you it's Richard Osman's question he's amazing he's a genius and his book is amazing I mean, you won't want to read it now in January, but it's, uh, it's, it'll be great for next Christmas. If you wait a bit, it's you probably mean, get to uh, be discounted.
1: The sort of joke answer would be like a life support machine. It would, that's, they, what, that's what but Richard Osmond
0: <laughs> said.
1: Yeah. Um, I would say someone else's iPhone who was really irate. <laughs>
0: It's an odd thing, isn't it? I think that, that, uh, it's an odd etiquette. Well, it is. there's an odd etiquette of uh, iPhone use. And uh, you're wor- worried about... It. When I was in Edinburgh this year, my phone was always running out and I bought a plug to put in the dressing room at the Pleasants. Yes. And I thought, should I leave this out and so anyone can use it? Yeah. But if I do that, someone will steal it. So I didn't leave it out. I hid oh. it in the dressing room. But I felt really bad for hiding it in the dressing that room. That says
1: quite a lot about your world view.
0: But I just knew someone would nick it.
1: Definitely. So I would think, oh, this is... I wouldn't have assumed. You buy a mistake, maybe.
0: No, no, no. Just they'd go. I'll have that.
1: And did it happen? No, you didn't buy it.
0: I know. I bought it and I hid it in the cupboard, and they never found it. Still got it. I can show you if you like. (laughs)
1: Yes, yes. It's it's good to me. Um, I'm at the point. I've got like a bootleg one, and it's about getting it at the right angle now, and it'll work at sort of forty-five degrees. It will charge. It's quite exciting.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm fifty, so that reminds me of.
1: uh... (laughs) Of. Of what
0: <laughs> okay did you know that dairy milk was going to be called Highland milk dairy milk chocolate was going to be Highland milk chocolate how did you find that out I read, read Rich Osman's book <laughs> it's, it's very good Highland milk what if you had to have a chocolate bar inserted in your anus oh uh, right if you yeah. had to which chocolate bar would you choose
1: maybe a chomp chomp <laughs> yeah yeah, that feels right. Yeah. Now I've said it, yeah.
0: <laughs> it feels right. <laughs> yeah. Trivik, Well, you've got a lot of stuff coming up. <laughs> You've terrific! Got. It's, terrific. A it's a terrific answer. And also, I don't think there's a better word. <laughs> terrific. To say. I don't think there's a better word saying a Welsh <laughs> accent than a chomp. I have to say.
1: I don't have. A, I don't have one. You did
0: just when you said a chomp, it came out Welsh. It was Let's lovely. Let's be honest,
1: though, I don't. Know. It
0: was. If you put a chomp up your anus, it will come out Welsh, and that is <laughs> that is my that's my rich tearing guarantee. So you've got you're doing loads of like proper acting. You're in decline and fall.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that was... Yeah, that was great, yeah. Have you ever read it? You seem like you would have done... I think I
0: might have read it.
1: You must have. Oh, well, you
0: know, it's hard work, in it, reading? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd rather watch the TV <laughs> um, show
1: No, it's been and gone. That yeah. was like... It was on, I don't know, a year and a bit. Oh, was yeah, it? it was, yeah, it was very classy. It was It was lovely. Me and Gemma Whelan, you know her...
0: I do, she's in everything. Sisters, she's yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it, it was proper acting, you're right. It was
0: good. Have you got any... Have you got more stuff like that coming up?
1: Well, I've just... Um, finished filming do you know uh, Jamie Dimitri yes uh, I do Yeah. so he's just I've just filmed his series for E4 um, and it's, it's it's amazing it's really there's something really special about it I think it's going to be really funny so they're just editing it at the moment it's called Staff and it's because uh, that's the name of his he plays this like a Greek, Greek London sort of letting agent. It's oh, all yes, based in yeah. the letting agents. It's very sort of influenced by the office. It's all very uber naturalistic. It's very funny,
0: I think. I think I saw a well I've a seen him do that character. Black. I don't know if yeah. it was a black it was yeah. a black
1: yeah, yeah. So him and his sister Tash to meet, and They're they're both so hilarious. Um and and one uh, yeah, like Dustin from Seven Dustin, is in it? Tom Sturton. I don't know if these are just syllables. <laughs> no, that I've just finished that like last week. That I think it's yeah, it's really funny.
0: Cool. It's difficult these days because things are like there's so many stuff, there's so much stuff coming out in mm. a way in all different media. It's hard yeah. for something to shine through. Isn't it? Yeah, things oh, that, no, things totally. have to like, work straight away as well. Don't you they? talked it
1: was... about this before, but yeah, when Anna and I had our series, it's I suppose gone are the days where you say, "Well, I've got my own show now, so everything will change." Yeah it just doesn't work like that anymore. It's sort of this weird negotiation of, oh, well, I think it's done okay. Uh, Let's see how many people watched. It doesn't end there. It it feels like, yeah, like that used to feel like that was, you could relax and you go, oh, well, that's that then. Yeah. We've kind of made it. And... um, yeah, it's quite hard to make an impact now, isn't it, when there's so much so many new TV programmes.
0: Well, it is, and they always and of course people are always looking for the new thing mm-hmm. as well and going for the, you know, it's it's and and it's sort of hard to get um scripted stuff on TV as well, I think. Yeah.
1: I mean, people always talk, don't they about like the first series of Blackadder not being, you know, and yeah, it got better, it found yeah. its feet and I watched like the um, when I was trying to write a script, and I watched like the pilot of Ab Fab the other day, and it was brilliant, but it was like the first scene was like fifteen minutes long <laughs> <laughs> of just sort of characters talking, and you wouldn't be allowed to do that now. Someone would like get a big red pen out and go, "No, every scene's three minutes long, and every and it moves the plot along. What are you yeah. doing?" Um, so yeah, I felt quite nostalgic about about that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you you right Are you writing scripts as well as books? You...
1: Yeah, I, I've got. Um, a couple of scripts and development. You know what it's like. Um, yeah, and I, you just sort of keep going. I, I think it's, I, well, I think sitcoms especially hard. All yeah. the kind of structural rules I found quite difficult. Sure, sure, It's all the the dull maths bit. It feels like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so you're not gonna, you're not gonna go back to Edinburgh. You're not gonna do. Oh, and I
1: always visit. Yeah. But I, I've just, I've just started doing live stuff again, which is really Great. lovely. And I'm enjoying it because it doesn't feel like the pressure of, oh, God, it's going to go well. It just feels like it's something to do.
0: Because you did all these characters with uh, Anna as Mm, well. There's there's all this wealth of stuff there.
1: Yeah, totally. So, yeah, it's nice to be doing... uh, So, yeah, I did... Last Edinburgh, just gone, I went up and did a couple of, like, sketch nights. Right. It was great. It just... And I sort of forget, because I'm friends with all these sort of younger ones now in their, like, mid-twenties who are all, you know, brilliantly talented and... the ones coming up, I forget, like, backstage at a gig, you know, they're all, I sort of think, what's wrong with you all? Because I forget, like, and they seem really intense more than we were. We were just like, well, we'd be doing this anyway, even if we don't make a career out of it. It's for fun. And not all of them, but a lot of them, you know, have career plans more than I do. Like, really, um, I don't know if it's, like, the economic factor as well of feeling like, you know I think it is a little bit. I think, you know, yeah. when,
0: you know, and I go back a lot further than you, but, uh, you know, it, it was something people were doing for fun and to have a yeah. fun time. And you can't afford to do that anymore. You can't, you know, yeah, I would just yeah, go to Edinburgh exactly. to get drunk, really. And the show yeah, was yeah, like we a were little. always drunk. That was a little inconvenience, <laughs> having to do a show yeah. in the, what, for an hour a day. But
1: now it's like, you know, they're, they're so knowledgeable yeah. about, like, the, the how it works as a, an industry. And they're. You hear them like analysing and giving each other notes after the show. Like you did this, we've got to do that, and that person's in, and we've got. Yeah. Thought we were. Yeah, we were always just like.
0: What a load of pricks! I hate. I hate hate young people. These bloody millennials coming here. Trying to do, trying to do stuff well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just making up a load of shit. Bloody hell. (laughs) Maybe quite want me cross. To go? We're going to have to. We're going to have to stop. I'll ask. I'll take a random emergency question. Or should I do a non-random oh, no, one? I'll the do pressure's
1: on one. for like a big ending. It's got to be.
0: You've <laughs> got the answer to this. A. The question's got to be good. That's a lot of pressure on me. Okay. B.
1: It's. I'm, it's 50 percent you.
0: B. It's more than 50 percent me. Okay. Um, what is the worst Adam Sandler oh, I film? I hate
1: it. I hate this question.
0: You must. Do you ask know what
1: me. I'm? I don't know if I've seen one. Oh! Is that weird?
0: No, it's that's not what weird. I mean it's, about... it's it shows a about... Uh, it shows a commitment to living a good life. I've Thank seen, you. I've seen all of them.
1: But I've heard you talk about The Cobbler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember. The Cobbler
0: is worth having a and look I'm at. I'm so
1: intrigued. There's yeah. a new one Maybe out tomorrow. that's
0: quite good. It's got Dustin Hoffman in it, and it's apparently quite good. I can't bear to watch it.
1: What's it called?
0: Oh, something like The Brothers Oh, The, yeah, the Mine brush. Off or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I've... Feel like I've seen a bit of Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, that's
0: too good. You can't. You can't come in with that. That's the best Adam uh, Sandler
1: film. Wasn't that the question?
0: No. What's the what worst the Adam Sandler film? Oh, okay. What's the worst Adam Sandler? The,
1: the The Cobbler. That's what you'd want me to yeah, say. Yeah,
0: that's. i I think Jack and Jill probably might just okay. about uh, take it, but had we'll the see. I pleasure. Um, would you work with Adam Sandler if you got the chance?
1: Oh yeah, it'd be fascinating, yeah. wouldn't it? Like he seems clinically fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I think.
0: I think. Good, well I hope you do, I hope, that is the most I can hope for any actor, (laughs) comedian. You get to work with uh, Adam the cobbler Sandler. too. The cobbler, the cobbler. Oh. T- you could be the cobbler's daughter.
1: Oh wow! And
0: you could then because the, Adam Sander would like that because he'd be in that even less, but he would still I'm get gonna, paid. I'm
1: going to tweet him when I get in. Okay, and I'll
0: t- ask. I'll tweet him. I hope he listens to the podcast. Um,
1: <laughs> he might. Do. He's
0: welcome to come on any time he wants. I would absolutely <laughs> love to talk to Adam Sander. I feel he might not be that interested. I've broken my. book. I'm so
1: sorry. A cobbler uh, podcast. And then he might hear about it and yeah. turn up.
0: I might just go to his house and stand outside. <laughs> Russell Brand knows him. I'll get Russell Brand to give uh, me his number and I'll okay. ring him up. Okay. How about that? Yeah. Who it. would you prefer I have on, Trevor and Simon or Adam Sandler? <laughs> Cheer for Trevor and Simon now. Yeah! Cheer for Adam Sandler now. Yeah! Trev and Simon, it's Trevor and Simon. Yeah! The, the people have decided in the World Cup of... Who at what? come on yeah okay <laughs> come on Adam Sandner no at Trevor and Simon you're, being, you're doing that deliberately it's quite funny it's a funny call back to about a month ago so congratulations um, it's been lovely to talk to you Katie I hope well, you enjoyed the show you. thank you very much <laughs> Katie Wicks thank you to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast with me, Richard Herring and my guest, Katie Wicks. The music is by Pest. Thank you to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre. Thank you to everyone at the Go Faster Drive headquarters. Thank you to everyone at the British Comedy Guide. I am indebted to my producer Ben Walker and it's a Go Faster Stripe first production and also a Sky Potato production. Everyone produces it and if you have enjoyed it why not come and see me on tour doing my show Ofrig and 50 www.richterring.com slash gigs and you will be able to see where I am coming very soon from the 2nd of February. I think it starts. Very exciting. Bye!